Ladies, we have things to get done. We have places to go, people to see, things to do. And you know what? We've got dreams, hobbies, special interests, passions, ministries, volunteer work. It's endless. There are so many things to do. And the last thing that I want is for you to be bogged down by weight, by clutter, by heaviness, by just gunk in your life. And it can be hiding in so many different nooks and crannies that you've probably never even thought of. I am so excited to bring 10 unbelievably easy places for you to open your eyes to, to see brand new places, to shed excess. There's stuff everywhere and maybe not right in front of your eyes. And you know what? Maybe it is right in front of your eyes, but maybe it's hard. Maybe it's complicated. Maybe it's overwhelming. So today we're going to dive into 10 really easy places, things where you can go in and get out in just a matter of minutes to feel lighter, to feel better. And more importantly, to make sure that you have a little bit more time back in your day each and every single day. What do you say? Are you ready? Are you ready to get into this with me? Then grab your pen and paper, write number one through 10 on that bad boy, and let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Well, if you haven't heard me say it yet, I'm going to say it again. It is a brand new year and you're seeing it everywhere. I'm excited. I walked into my co-working space the other day and in the bathroom, which the bathroom is inspirational and beautiful, just like everywhere else. And there was a note on like in between the mirrors. And it said that just what I've been talking about lately, that January is still the dead of winter. And it's okay to go slow. It's okay to rest. It's okay to not be super excited to set all the goals and do all the things. And to that, I say, cheers. I do, I do give that a lot of weight and I give that a lot of emphasis in my own life. But I also really, really, really love the idea of maybe just digging in a little bit deeper with our thoughts, maybe not necessarily our actions. I don't throw myself into a million things in January. That's actually really far from what I do, to be honest. I look strategically at things. I systemize things. I get things organized and I get myself prepared. And I take this time to really ramp up into the spring and into the summer. And in the fall, I taper back. I really follow those seasons in my home, in my own personal life, in my business. I love being seasonal with pretty much anything and everything that I can. Also, totally geeking out on being seasonal with my food that I eat and I feed my family as well. So I am totally on that train. And this is a great way. This episode here today is a great way 
for you to take that and support that own notion in your life. Whether or not you want to take all 10 of these tips and these very specific places that I think that you can go and literally probably while you're listening to this episode, go and tackle a few of these or If it's just a list that you want to write down and say, you know what, that sounds really great. And those are really fun and easy. I think I can get to one of those next week and then do the next one the week after that. That's okay too. use this as inspiration. Use this as education and take it at the pace that you want to go. The important part is that, you know, whenever you leave this episode in the next 10 to 15 minutes, that you have a starting point. It's not overwhelming. It will actually create a lightness and easiness, a way for you to move through your day without so much resistance because you won't be carrying so much excess with you. Honestly, every single one of these could be a game changer, even though they're super tiny. They seem really insignificant at face value, but I sat for a few minutes, actually, it's been several days of just sitting and really thinking on where could you get the most bang for your buck? Like really, what are those places? And so some of these are going to be no brainers for you. You're going to be like, duh. And other ones you are going to be like, oh my gosh, I've never thought of that before. Something I think would be really fun, no matter what you think about each of these one through 10 would be to have this checklist and go put it on your fridge or you could even put it in your phone, but take a picture of it and share it in your stories or come share it over inside of our Facebook group and tag me if you share it on your social and commit to these 10 things, commit to really getting rid of this excess. This is a fabulous starting point. It's a really great resource for you. It's something that's going to be really fun and I can't wait to see how far you get, how many of these one through 10 really easy places that you can actually get through and not how fast you can get through them. That's not the point. Although kudos to you if you feel super motivated by this episode and you jump right in and you knock out three, four of them while you're listening. But I want you to take this episode and I want you to get rid of excess. I really am calling you and I'm asking you to take this 15 to 20 minutes of sitting here and listening to either a get up and put something into action right now, because it's, it's just the getting started, right. Or commits to like a day of every week, right. Get up and get rid of the stuff in your life. So let's talk about it. What are the 10 really fun and easy places? I don't know. I mean, it's fun for me. This might not be fun for you, but let me tell you, once you get going, it does get kind of fun. Challenge your friend, like text, text this to a friend and say, Hey, um, I really want to do this. Do you want to see who can get through all 10 places first? Or do you want to set a goal for us to get through this together? Let's share pictures, like just start sharing, make this a community, make this fun. That's what makes everything better is when you're having fun. Okay. Enough of that. Let's get into it. Number one, number one, easy place. (laughs) I love this. I love this so much. Go to your coffee drawer. Number one place to get rid of excess is your coffee drawer or shelf, or maybe it's just tea that you have. Maybe you have a bin. 
whatever that looks like. Maybe it's just coffee mugs. And if you're not a coffee drinker, not a tea drinker, let's just go straight water bottles because I know you have about 12 of those. Go straight there right now. Pull three, four, five things out of that bucket, out of that drawer, out of that bin that you can get rid of. You're never going to drink that coffee. Like you're never going to do it. There's only four beans left. Like throw the bag away. You don't need that coffee mug anymore. It's been shoved in the back corner for so long. That's what I'm talking about. Number two, shifting gears here, shifting gears hard real quick, emails. Let's talk about this really quickly. How can you get rid of excess emails? Delete. If you have an iPhone, set up your settings to where you can do a hard swipe left and it immediately deletes it. It doesn't archive it. That's just a quick switch and a change in your email settings. And so you can delete, swipe left and delete. So I'm in a habit of basically two times a day, I just swipe left and I delete. And so that keeps my email, my inbox down. But the way that I got to that in the first place, literally at the beginning of almost every year, and I need to do it right now, I go back in and I look at everything that has been unread and and anything that has been read. And I literally do a mass delete. So for those of you that have like 20,000 emails or you have 10,000 unread emails, go in on your desktop and just do a hard delete, like get rid of all of it. You don't need it. I promise you don't need it. I promise you don't need it. And in whatever, if you do, and let me tell you, if it's really that important, there is a copy of it online somewhere. If it's your electric bill, if it's your whatever bill, you can call the company. There's an online portal. You can sign in. If it's really that important, you can get it back. Just go do a hard delete. So that's what I do. I don't mess with folders. I don't do any of that. It's like you take action on an email, then you delete the thing and you're done. If you don't take action on it, then it's just going to sit there and sit there and sit there and sit there. And sometimes that does happen. So I just choose to delete a lot. And then I do one hard delete each year. That is how I go about doing that. That is the best way for you to go about doing that. And then if you want a folder, that's fine too, um, to keep them organized. But the real exciting moment is like when you see your unreads down to zero, or maybe you just keep five. And if I know I can't take action on an email right away, but I need to, I just leave it unread. And then in my actual emails, I only show the unreads. So that's all I'm ever looking at. So I know what I need to take action on. And as soon as I take action on it, I delete it. If you need to keep it, move it to a folder. But then at the end of the year, again, I just go through and mass delete everything. Okay. Staying in the same wheelhouse, number three is texting. Go in and delete all of those text message threads, all of them, like just get rid of them. Clean that out. It does so much for your phone to get rid of those threads because all of that is taking up space on your phone. All of the links that you share, the actual text, but then also the videos and the screenshots and the pictures, all the things that you're sharing back and forth in those threads, get rid of them, clean them up. The like random ones from the companies because everyone has a text thread now. Just get rid of them. Go in and delete, 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 delete. That feels really, 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 really good to me. And I often delete mine like probably once a month I go through and I get rid of them and I delete them. And I love not having to search through my text messages forever to try and find someone or just doing the good old fashioned here. Let's just type their name in and then it populates, right? 
So that is a great place that will take just a few minutes as long as you don't sit and go through the history of every single, of every single one, right? So let's look at number four. We're going back to the kitchen now, and we're going to look at how to make cooking, literally cooking. There's a couple different ways to shed excess when it comes to cooking and mainly the what's for dinner. That is a really common problem that I hear. And I want you to look at the heaviness. We're looking at the excess, right? Just the amount of questions you get and you think about, about what's regarding what's for dinner, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, what are we cooking for dinner? What do you want for dinner? What should we have for dinner, right? What's for dinner tonight? That is so much that you could be getting rid of and saving probably 15 to 30, if not 60 minutes of your time every single day of your life. Okay, so think about how you can get rid of that. Here's some other ideas when it comes to cooking. Can you just go over to your utensil drawer right now and just clean that out? What about all your cooking gadgets? Go underneath one cupboard right now, open it up and get rid of the 15,000 pie tins that you have. You haven't baked in like 12 years. Why do you have them? It's just not necessary. Look through all of it. Just, and if you just have to do this one cupboard at a time, that is totally fine. One cupboard at a time is totally fine, okay? Pull it all out, get rid of the things that you don't touch, literally get rid of them, throw them away. You're not gonna miss it, I promise. Put everything back in and go on with your bad self, all right? Number five, laundry, excess laundry. Lots, lots and lots and lots of loads of laundry, of folding, hanging it up. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. How can you remove the excess when it comes to laundry? And also there's a heaviness and there's a weight and there is clutter around getting dressed. And there's so many people that avoid getting dressed and just don't get dressed because they don't like what they wear. They have too much in their closet. This is such a great time of year for you to be thinking about that. I love to do it when the seasons shift and the seasons change because I'm naturally just switching over my closet anyway. But for you right now in this very simple moment, can you go into your kid's room or the next time you do laundry, stop washing the clothes that are too small, pull them out. Don't put them away again stop using the clothes that are not going to work anymore, (laughs) right? The clothes that are sitting in the kiddos drawers that like you literally don't pull out and they don't wear because they don't fit. Why are they still in the drawer? You don't need that in the laundry cycle, whether it is wearing it, washing it, folding it, or just trying to maneuver around it because it's in the closet and it's in the drawers get rid of it. Just get rid of it. One drawer at a time, one kid at a time. Start with your closet. That's the best place to start. That's fun. That's uplifting. That's a great place. Okay. Let's look at a really exciting and one that is probably not even on your brain right now, but we're going to look at your schedule, the excess that you have in your actual scheduling system, the errors in your schedule, the, the conflict the, oh shoot, I forgot it's early release day, or oh my gosh, I just got a text message. I double booked myself. I had a client. I had a call. Oh my gosh, I have work hours and I've got kids at home. 
all the different things that you're experiencing. Oh, my husband was supposed to be here, but we have to be here. And now we don't have the car seat in the right car or that backpack got left in that car. And we we're supposed to have it for soccer practice. All the craziness that happens around the schedule is bogging you down tremendously. Not having an automated calendar and a shared Google calendar with the adults in your life that are responsible for helping you go to and from with your kids is absolutely weighing you down. It is wasting so much time, so much time. So if this is like a big thing for you and this is a huge problem, let's get in there. Let's automate that calendar, automate that schedule. Super simple, super simple, you guys. Just go straight to your Google Calendar, set up repeating events, and get in the habit of every single weekend looking at the calendar, what's going on for the next week. These are time stamped, specific, and sensitive. These are not your time blocks. These are specific events that you or someone in your family would be considered tardy if they did not show up on time to this thing, this event, meeting, etc. That is what you need to have in your calendar, and it needs to be very, very, very clear. There's a few other things that I do put in my calendar so that we all get to the places that we need to be, but we will talk about that in a different episode, and I have talked about that many times. Let's move on into the next really super light. Let's change gears here and talk about something that's a little bit more upbeat and talk about the excess in your makeup drawer. Mm, It's so bad. (laughs) like I'm just wondering how long that blush and eyeshadow has been hanging around like please just pull it out and take a picture and show it to me I want to see it you can send it to me in a dm (laughs) if you are feeling courageous you can put it up in your stories on instagram and tag me or come over into our facebook group and share it like I want I want to get to know you through this episode so please interact with me I love it it lights me up I want to see the makeup that you've been hanging on to forever or the brushes that you've had and they're super jankety. The like wooden end is probably fallen out. Like, let me see how jankety your makeup drawer is. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of the excess. That stuff is rancid anyway, right? Or it's not your color anymore or whatever. Who knows? But that's a great place that could take you all of 15 minutes to just maybe even five, honestly, to just throw that stuff out. And then you can start fresh from there. Number eight, let's talk about your shoes or your shoe bin. For us, our kids have a shoe bin. And this, I put this on here for myself because right now it's like, oh my gosh, we need to go through that. My kids, it's like their feet grow so quickly. Keeping up with their shoes is just as hard as keeping up with them outgrowing clothes constantly and making sure that they're not in their drawers and hanging up in their closets. Right. But even for us, how many shoes do you have and how, how many of them do you actually wear and how many of them have holes in them? Like just go get rid of all of the nasty, the old, the outdated, the stuff you don't wear. I can guarantee you've got at least two pairs of shoes in there that have dust. They're just collecting dust. Why do you have them navigating through that bogs you down and all of these little incremental pieces and moments of your day that you are literally trying to swim upstream every single one of these things that we're talking about is resistance in your life it adds to the weight it adds 
to the exhaustion and the overwhelm and to you at the end of the day wondering what the heck did I even do? Well, you swam upstream all day. That's what you did. So these are great little teeny tiny micro places that all add up. And it is unbelievable how much easier, how much lighter it feels when you get into these little places like this. Again, I've already mentioned this. They seem like they won't really make a huge impact, but just try me. Just try me. Okay, let's look at the last two that we have here. Number nine is your paper. What does the paper situation over there look like? What does your mail bin look like or your desk or the office or where your kids bring home all the things? Do you have a lot of excess stuff that you could shed in this area of your life? If the answer is yes, and you're super overwhelmed by this, first of all, just ask yourself, why am I keeping all of these papers? Like, honestly, ask yourself that and see if you can give yourself an honest answer. Why are you keeping all of those papers? I don't know. You don't file them. And if, even if you did, would you ever go back and look at them? I mean, I don't keep any of it. Blaine wants to keep some of it. So we, I put it in a place for him to keep it. And we have two very, very small file boxes and we keep some stuff in there. Um, but it is 2023 officially and there is no need. There's real, no, really no need at all. You can just take a picture of that bad boy. <laughs> you can keep the paper. There are some paper documents in our house, but there's really no need for the massive amount. So you want to know what I do? I just pick up a big black garbage bag and I start dumping. I just start dumping. You don't need to go through it. You really don't need to go through it. Make sure that you have all of your vital documents, right? Like, you know, where those things are, the things that you do actually need that you want to keep. Right. And once you get those set aside, you don't need to go through the stack of mail that's been there for six months. That bill's already real late. (laughs) If you needed to pay the bill that was in that stack of paper, it's already late friend. It's already really late. So it doesn't matter. You've probably already paid that thing online. Like it's just ridiculous. You don't need it. Put it in the bag. Now, listen, I understand this is really bad advice. And there are some of you that are reeling right now because you're like, wait, it's got personal information. Don't you need to shred it? Don't you need to put it in water and, you know, make sure the ink bleeds out and don't you need to burn it? Maybe you do, but I don't. (laughs) I personally do not. And you know what? Again, this is, this is not legal advice here. Uh, this is not a safety protocol for your identity at all. I'm just simply talking about the excess waste. So you do what you need to do when it comes to feeling safe with discarding your documents and whether or not it has your personal information on it. But I am in the camp of just get rid of this stuff. Okay, number 10, last but certainly not least, are your supplements and or slash your medicine cabinet. I think that there are probably 98% of all Americans that are juggling a either multiple pill bottles or B multiple supplement bottles. There's very few families at this point that just have like nothing that they take every single day. And it's a lot. It's a lot to look through. Where's the right one? You've got two that are open and they're both half empty. It's a mess. 
it's a real mess and it's a really quick and easy way to go and get things organized. And as weird as it is, if you're big into pills or supplements, whatever, wherever you're at and whatever it is that your routine is and what you do, those pill boxes are extraordinary. They're really great at keeping things organized and a actually making sure that you keep up with your supplements, but B also just getting the big bulky bottles off of your counter. We have chosen to keep our dailies in a cute little basket right next to where like our common space is where we're always coming and going. Um, I've worked with some people that are um, dependent upon like pharmaceuticals for their health and they have to take them at very specific times of the day. And so we've talked about putting those strategically in places where you know that you're going to need to go every day and not have them off in some like random spot, right? You don't, you don't necessarily need to have it tucked away unless it's for safety reasons for children, of course, but you know, there's nothing wrong with having your little pill bottle on your nightstand because you go there or on your, your desk where your office is, right? Somewhere where you know, you're going to be on a regular basis and you go there every day at the same time. That'd be a great place to set out your little pill containers or maybe a cute dish with your pills in it. Like how can you simplify that process and make it aesthetically pleasing to look good? And then just maybe have like a bin or a bucket or whatever that, however big that needs to be to actually keep the bottles that you pull out once a week and you refill your, your like little weekly pill bottles or your supplement tray or whatever that looks like for you. Okay. Those are 10 really awesome places. I can't wait to see the pictures roll in. I can't wait to chat it up with you in the DMs and laugh about how funny some of these things are and and why we all hold on to just crazy things for so long. This is going to be such an incredible year for you. You're going to start out with one, two, three, four, maybe even all 10 of these really teeny tiny easy places for you to go and shed some of the excess that's happening in your life so that you can free up more time for you to do all the things that you really want to do this year. I'm super looking forward to connecting with you over on Instagram, and I can't wait to see you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.